In this week's episode, Josh and I talk about noticing grace in all things. So grab your cup of coffee and join us around the table for the one where grace abounds. What is up? Welcome to Coffee and Convos and this beautiful Friday. We are so happy you have chosen to be with us uh, on this new episode. I am joined with my lovely, my gorgeous, sexy, beautiful, stunning, stellar wife, Becca. So, Becca, how are you? I am so good. We are about to be going away for a little getaway. Uh, to celebrate my birthday this weekend, and so I'm so stoked. It has been, I feel like you have been working for years <laughs> straight. Literally. <laughs> so it feels. Nine um, full days straight. Yeah, Woo. some heavy hour days, like 11, 12 hour days. Um, so it, it's going to be really, really fun just to get together and connect um, and spend some time and, and dream about Catharo. So that's a big yeah. portion of what we're going to do while we're gone is um, – just to sort of sit down and map out our ministry and um, and just listen to what God wants for us and the next steps that He wants us to take. And yeah. so I'm really stoked. What about you, babe? I'm I'm excited. Um, we are going to one of our favorite resorts in Orlando, the Double Tree at SeaWorld. Um, it's a really fun tropical resort, and uh, so staying in a really beautiful room, having dinner. Of course, <laughs> at the Polynesian the Village Poly. Resort. Somehow we'll find our way to Disney one way or another if we're in Orlando. I'm sure. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be fun. And then I'm really excited because uh, two weeks from now, we are doing another one of our we, – we decided last year that we were, instead of doing, like, gifts for each other, which we still might do, like, something small, but, like, big yeah, gifts. Yeah, we do something small. <clears throat> we wanted to create um, – Stockings. Like, memories. And so, oh, good idea. We, we should bring our stockings with us. Oh, we should. That'd be fun. But that's what we do for Christmas. Yeah. Because I can't give up stockings. I love stockings. I like stockings, too. That's <laughs> fun. But, yeah, so we, we do, like, a trip. Last year, we went to Disney's uh, Port Orleans um, Resort. It was amazing, really fun. It was just me and you on that trip. Yeah. This year, though, we will have a little man, and we are staying at a brand-new Disney Resort, so we are going to Pop Century um, neither of us have been there, and so really excited. We're going away for two nights, um, so going to enjoy the resort. We're going to go to the parks a little bit. We have some dinner reservations, breakfast reservations. It's going to be fun. Can't wait. Yeah. So a lot to look forward to. The last trip that we did when we did the <clears throat> Port Orleans, I was so horrendously sick. Oh man, I had gotten yeah. like a nasty like upper respiratory infection and. It was just by, like, the first day I was, like, holding strong, holding out. Like, I was super still, like, super sick. Um, But I didn't want to, like, I just, I wanted to have fun and get away with Josh. But by the second day, I thought I was going to die. Yeah. (laughs) I couldn't do anything at that point. (laughs) Yeah. No. We're really excited. Yeah. Yeah, We're really excited. We'll have a little man on this trip. So, making some cool kind of pre-Christmas Memories. Memories, yeah. yeah. It's been really fun. But um, if this is your first time on Coffee and Cavos, welcome. We are so pumped you're here. 
We hope that you join us every single week. Um, every week we drop a new episode, and so we hope you can be a part of the conversation. Uh, we we love having conversation. We love coffee. In fact, this weekend uh, we're going to be going to one of our favorite coffee shops in the Orlando area, Deeply Coffee. Um, highly encourage you if you are in Orlando, check them out. It is a must like go to shop downtown. Um, they do like waffles and uh, really good just coffee overall, um, and the vibes are really cool. So, um, but. We would love for you to hit that subscribe button, hit the follow button, leave us a rating, a comment on iTunes. Um, that helps us kind of, you know, reach more people and expand the podcast. And we have a Patreon account. So we would love your support. Um, if you, um, you know, love this podcast, if this has impacted your life, added value, uh, we, we just would love for you to go check out our Patreon. The link to it will be in the show notes. And uh, there's all kinds of different ways to give on it and kind of giveaways and goodies you can get and uh, just excited. We're we're really excited for what this podcast is doing. You know, uh, it was a humbling experience. Um, We, there's some people that had come to our company and they're wanting to invest and they had started, uh, I guess their own podcast. And so our boss had said something about um, like our podcast and just how, professional it was and just, you know, how, how we were. And, um, it's just a humbling moment to, uh, to have someone say that kind of thing about your podcast and then to have other people look up to it who, you know, uh, from what Becca was telling me, I mean, these people are influential, um, they're top investors. And so for them to kind of ask us questions, I think it's just humbling. Um, that this little small town Ocala podcast, you know, is reaching so many people. And so thank you for all of our loyal listeners. You guys are amazing. Without further ado, Becca, what are we going to talk on tonight? So tonight we're going to talk about the topic of um, grace. And, you know, this week um, I feel like, has been more prominent than others that of taking time to like recognize grace. Um, And I say that because this week has been long. It's been really crazy. um, And I have found myself getting frustrated with things and, or like rushing to the next thing. Um, I'm like a super duper planner and I like a schedule. I like routine. I like all of that. Um, and sometimes I can get so caught up in that, that I miss moments. And so this week, the Lord has really been working with me on it and really, um, showcasing his goodness, but has also like reminded me to like stop and see the grace, Mm. like when it's happening. Um, and when I ask for it, like he showed, he's been showing me in different ways, like how he's giving me grace in different situations, how he's um, helping teach me to have grace. And, um, and so this week, you know, our sweet, our sweet little man, he is, you know, starting to become a toddler and um, it's been interesting (laughs) challenging yeah um he is a super super good boy 
Um, and we are really, really super blessed, but he can certainly have his moments of, oh my gosh, like overwhelming. And so this week there have been definitely moments because, you know, you have to remember like with toddlers, there are so many big changes they're going through. And like with those big changes means big emotions and big emotions that they don't know how to handle. And so, you know, having grace for them as they're trying to develop and figure out how, like, how do I handle being frustrated? How do I handle when I want to be selfish and I can't be selfish? And like all of those things, um, because hello, we all struggle with that. Yeah. And we have different ways of doing it. Thankfully, hopefully, hopefully, as an adult, we've learned how to deal with that um, for the most part. But... Um, so this this week specifically, I've had multiple situations or multiple times where I felt just like at my wit's end. Like I just could not. I can't, I was like, Lord, I cannot handle this. <laughs> like I know I love my child more than anything. I would do anything for him, but I cannot stand him right now. Like I can't do this motherhood thing. I can't. I just like I want to run away. I want to cry. I want to scream. I want to do it all. Like I cannot handle it. And it's always, like, in those moments where, like, Jude finally starts to listen for something. Or he does a funny laugh. Or he does something silly. Or he dances. Or he comes and hugs me or kisses me. And, like, the list can go on. But instead of just being like, oh, that was sweet or whatever, it's those moments that I know that those are moments that God has placed that give grace Um, that give me grace in my, like what feels like a storm (laughs) of frustration. Um, I know that God like timed that so perfectly to say, I hear you. I have chosen you. I have handpicked you to be Jude's mom. I have equipped you. I have given you the talents. I've given you the skill. I've given you the passion. I've given you the the way that you would nurture him. I've given all of those resources to you. I've given you all of those types of gifts. And so I need you to take a breath and I need you to understand that I got you and that Jude is mine first always. And that's something that I feel like I've had to like almost by minute by minute be reminded of is like that God chose me. Yeah. He chose me to be Jude's mom. And, and (laughs) it's just been, it's been wild. Um, But I have noticed that in those moments where something does happen, and I know that it's a gift from God, because you, you change from being like so frustrated to like laughing or smiling. And it's just, and I love it because it's such a beautiful picture at what I feel like God feels towards us. You know, like not that he gets like angry with us or frustrated because he's such a good father. But yeah, I mean, there's times we mess up and he's probably like, oh, you know, son, daughter, man, I wish you didn't have to walk through that now. Um, But he's always right there. And like, he's always just loving us unconditionally. And so like, as I learn to love Jude deeper um, and more each day, like I get a glimpse of how the father must feel like with us and how the father loves us deeply. Um, did, did you have anything? I think that's so beautiful. I mean, um, you know, I think the amount of grace 
that we can give towards situations in our life that arise um, determines how much grace kind of we receive back. Yeah. And, uh, you know, speaking of Jude, like there's been moments where um, for all my dads out there, you know, y- your patience gets really tested, right? And you just want to like explode because it's just like, dude, just listen. And then you got to like kind of remind yourself like he's one. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, so I-, I think in these like seasons of um, where everything's just kind of coming at you at once, you know, maybe your job, you have a difficult coworker and maybe it's not the best job or maybe it is a, a great job, but you're just tired and these are the seasons that um, you got to lean extra heavy into um, God's grace because it is abundant. And I think like the more that we tap into that well of grace, the more than that we can give out towards other people. Um, You know, I was thinking about um, a situation that arose at work the other day and just how frustrated um, this coworker I have was. And, um, you know, I tried to step into the situation and, and it just didn't seem like anything was working. And so, um, I tried to kind of divert the attention away from what, what was going on and, and instead look at the positive. Um, I'm very much an, you know, um, I, I love positivity. Like I don't like negativity. And so as soon as I kind of got the subject changed, I then leaned back into what was going on. And I said, Hey, you know, you gotta, you gotta keep in mind, like there's going to be difficult seasons where leadership is tested. Leadership is provoked. Um, and these are those seasons where sometimes as just an employee in the company, like you have to give grace. Mm-hmm. And it was cool because like we had an entire conversation about grace and how this person had to show a lot of grace towards one of their kids and just the mistakes they had made. And, and so I kind of related like what they had went through and were currently going through um, to this idea of grace. And, you know, we, we kind of left the conversation just thanking each other for sitting down for just a moment to have this conversation. And I left that conversation saying to myself, man, this is what grace looks like. Sometimes grace is extending, you know, mercy. It's extending forgiveness. But sometimes grace is just this idea of like, I just need to understand Mm -hmm. that I might not understand what exactly the situation or the person Mm -hmm. is going through. Mm -hmm. And so I have to be able to tap into this well of grace and just say, you know what, I'm going to extend this, even though I don't even know what the outcome might be. Mm -hmm. Um, And we have like this thing that we say all the time at work and it's like assume good intent. And I feel like that's like, the unchristian way of saying give grace because yeah, 100%. it's just it's it's walking in a mindset of assuming that people want to do good assuming that they're trying to do the best that they can yep. um, assuming that the situation is going to be okay in the end yep. like it's just assuming that good intent instead of being like well can you believe that someone said this to me or they right. did this and what do you think they meant and like us just automatically getting frustrated or being like, oh, this person didn't do this. I guess they didn't read what I sent or they didn't check what I was doing or whatever. So it's just like assuming things, getting offended instead to take a step back and be like, okay, you know what? I bet there's a reason why 
Maybe they just didn't see it. Right. Maybe it came at a really bad time. Maybe they accidentally clicked red but didn't actually read it because, hello, I do that all the time with my emails on accident. I click through it and then realize, holy crap, I just missed an email that was actually yep. important and not a spam email. Yeah. And so, you know, it's just assuming good intent. Like, no, I never meant to ignore you. I just didn't see your email or whatever it might be. Um well, and I, and I think, like, this this kind of helps me come back to, like, um, like square one. This What I yeah. tried to refocus my mind on is this idea of, like, when Jesus was, was dying on the cross and he was shedding his blood and he was, he was extending immense amounts of grace, I don't think when he was on the cross he was thinking about, all the times we would take his grace and we would throw it in the dirt and squander yep. it. So good. Because if that was the case, he wouldn't have gone to the cross. Why would he? Why would you want to go somewhere and just dwell on the fact of like, oh, they're going to squander it. And I think that's like kind of what he asked of us is even if that person spits on you, even if yeah. they, you know, um, take back to the narrative of our son, you know, we know, we know he's one, right? That he is going to have more tantrums, <laughs> yeah. right? He is going to do things. He's going to mess up. Even as much as we want him to be perfect, he's just not perfect. No. Um, and so knowing that, I'm not going to be like, well, I'm never going to extend him grace because he's just going to throw it away. No, I'm going to be like, you know what? I'm going to keep giving him grace and grace because I want him to grow up to realize um that this is the kind of attitude we have to have in our lives. And I know, here's the sad reality. I think a lot of our world operates in that mindset of, well, I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. I'm just going to be mean. And I'm just going to you know, go around and just treat people awful. And then those are the kind of people, unfortunately, who get nowhere in life. Mm-hmm. And they end up alone. They don't have friends. You know, um, family is, is in shambles. And so... Extending grace, uh, and that even goes as far as to strangers. You know, it, it goes to um, the the person who maybe is not having the greatest day, uh, who's checking you out at the grocery store, yeah. right? And they maybe miss something, or they didn't scan one of your coupons, and you lose it on them. It's like, you know, I just think perspective is a big deal, mm-hmm. and grace has a lot of perspective because it, it looks into a situation and says, "All right, <laughs> here here's what's going on." It might not be the perfect outcome, but I'm going to show it anyway. I'm yeah. going to give. I'm going to give that grace. And I think every season of our life, we have to have we have to have this mindset of grace. We and do. we we have to have it if we expect it. You know, I mean, take it back to that person at the grocery store that messed up. Okay, now let's think about that being you. How would you want someone to respond to you right. if you made a mistake? Right. Like it's you have to. We as a culture have to stop being so reactive to situations. And I say that fully knowing that I am horrible at this many, many times. So many times I react. So many times I get my feelings hurt. So many times this happens before I've had a moment to stop and think about that situation or where, did they mean to do that or should I just extended grace or why, you know, why am I still holding on to something? I need to forgive and give grace and move on. And that's something that I think is so overlooked. And 
And I think this, one of the reasons we wanted to do this podcast tonight was to not only for us to learn how to extend grace, but for us to start looking into the two different moments and situations where God is giving grace when we ask for it, and we might be missing it Mm. because we're so caught up in what's going on in our life. And And I mean that in the sense of like, oh, I'm frustrated. I'm having such a hard day. I'm trying to get over it. I want my day to be good, like blah, 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 blah. And then something happens and it was great. And you're like, oh, that's cool. And you just move on a lot of times instead of being like, man, thank you, Lord. Like I needed that. Thank you for for doing something that makes me know that you're hearing me. Like yeah. that I needed this. Yeah. Um, like this morning, so silly. I like woke up. I mean, I was just in a cranky mood. Like I had done a Peloton ride, which was great. And then um I just was just in a funk and I could not shake it. And I was really grouchy and I was like, oh, I cannot adult. The idea of having to put clothes on and go to work hmm. is horrendous to me. And so um, I get ready and I go to work and I go to get a coffee and I was like, I'm going to get a treat. Like, I'm going to go like treat myself and get a cappuccino uh, before I go to work. And like, I'm cheap. I'm like iced coffee with flavor. So it's like two bucks kind of person. Uh, but I was like, I'm going to get a cappuccino. So I get a cappuccino and they hand it to me. <sighs> Y'all, it was like three quarters foam, one quarter coffee. I'm the telling worst. you, if I could have cried, I was so like ready to just burst into tears because I paid extra money and got like no coffee, but it tasted really good. So I would give them that. <laughs> but what I got to go- you went to symmetry. Oh, shush. I know, I know, I know. I was cheapo today <laughs> and quick. I needed stuff quick to get it to work. I was running late, but, um, yeah, so I was riding to work and oh, I was so just cranky. I was like, I'm so annoyed this would happen. I would get this coffee and it would barely be any. And I get to work and I'm like, oh, I'm like, whatever. And I'm doing my work and my, you know, my attitude's starting to adjust, obviously, because I'm not going to act like a jerk at work. It's completely unprofessional. So like, obviously no one can tell that I'm cranky or frustrated or anything like that, but I could feel deep down that I was just in a funk. And later on my, uh, my coworker who I absolutely adore, she had to go pick up a cake because we were celebrating a few different things at the office later on that day. And um, so for those of you who don't know, I am gluten-free. I am allergic to gluten. It makes me super sick and it's really sad. So a lot of times for celebrations, I end up not being able to have anything because people forget. So my sweet friend comes back and she said, hey, I got a cake for everyone, but I know that you can't have cake. So I got you some chocolate covered strawberries. Mm. <sighs> Y'all, I could have cried. Like so sweet, like going out of your way. And that is like what I'm talking about. Such a simple act. But I know good and well that not only was she kind in that moment thinking of me, having no idea that I'm having a hard day. That right there, my friends, is God giving me grace. That God is extending grace in my hard day so that I can see him and know that he has got my back. And so it's taking those little things that happen in life, taking that sweet smile from your kid, 
taking that yummy chocolate covered strawberries, taking that, hey, attaboy, great job at work, you know, kind of thing. Taking that text, taking that prayer, taking whatever it is that brings your soul rest and puts a smile on your face, knowing that that is God extending grace to you. Taking the each moment and not taking it for granted and knowing, um, knowing that you're going to be okay. You know, I feel like that's something that's so great about grace is grace extends, but there is that, that just peace about it that says, all right, (laughs) I'm going to be okay. Like that extra just jolt that you might need. Do you have anything to add? No, I I think, uh, I think that summarizes it. I mean, I I know it's kind of a simple uh, idea, but I, I just don't think we practice offering grace and honestly receiving grace yeah. and um or seeing grace yeah yeah i mean let, let's take for example um the election i mean we're a couple weeks away from one of the most oh, heated grace. i mean just horrific elections i think i personally have ever witnessed um during my life and uh the amount of relationships and friendships and division in our country and, and it's just it's horrific what's going on. And a lot of it is due to the fact that uh, people cannot just sit down like we're doing tonight and have a conversation. And when they leave the table, love each other. Yeah. Right? We, we have to be always at odds because that's what media teaches us. That's what um, politics teaches us. And I just think that um, if we really want to be happy in life, it's okay to not agree on some stuff. Yeah. You know, um, we always used to, uh, when, I, when I was a pastor, we, we always kind of said, you know, we d- we need to agree on the main points. What's the main point? That Jesus came, that he died, and that he rose again. Yep. All the other stuff is just kind of like, if, if you believe, you know, you should be sprinkled with baptism or submersed. Honestly, who cares? If you believe, um, you know, uh, the working of the Holy Spirit moves in this kind of way or this kind of way. Like those are such subtopics that a lot of times will cause division in churches. And, you know, as a pastor, like I was under this mindset, you could be Pentecostal Baptist, Catholic, Pentabaptist, Pentecatholic. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care. Like I, I just love you. And we share a common theme, which is, you know, we love Jesus. And I think that's the way we need to be in, in our life and culture of grace. We just need to say, you know what? Yeah, I disagree. But man, I love you. Mm-hmm. And let's continue to have conversations because that's how you build bridges. Uh, a good friend of ours, EJ Nevis, I love it. He has this this kind of um, this quote that he's been saying a lot during the season. And it's basically build bridges, not kingdoms. Mm-hmm. And I just love that because a lot of times we do. We build our own kingdom and we shoot these arrows over the wall because we think the people in front of us are our enemies. And if we just build a bridge into their life, we could see maybe why they believe that way and and then build a deep friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that the two Supreme Court justices, uh, Justice Scalia um, and um, uh, Ruth uh, Ginsburg, both uh, have passed away. And um, we, we just learned when Ruth um, Ginsburg passed away that her and Scalia had this deep, I mean, just really deep friendship. And on the Supreme Court, they were literally counter op, like uh, mm-hmm. in opposition of each other. One was a liberal and one was a conservative. They never voted the same. They never agreed on the same topics. But yet, as soon as they took those black robes off 
and sat around a table that were best friends. Mm. And I just think that's that's what we need. That's what we need right now. Um, we need more grace and, and less hatred and and less just spilling the venom. So and and just to end the and the fact that like what whoever you vote for, whoever whatever's going on in the situation, guess what? Jesus is Lord. Right. That's what matters. Yep. <laughs> if nothing else, my gosh, he is still on the throne. Goes one way or the other. If you and have if a bad it, day at work, he is still on the Jesus throne. Jesus is Lord. Like, <laughs> end of discussion. We can wrap it up right there. <laughs> Close the door. Well, guys, we, we just love you all so much. Thank you for joining us around the table today. We hope this podcast has inspired you, has caused maybe some some deep thought. And uh, listen, extend grace to someone who yeah. needs it today. We love you guys. We'll see you next Friday. Peace. See ya.